Hi, everyone. Welcome to Hallmark Movie Drafts, where our panel of three guest GMs, who are all Hallmark movie enthusiasts, will be competing and collaborating to draft the definitive list of this year's 10 best Hallmark Christmas movies from the 40 that premiered during Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas event. This is a lively panel of Deck the Hallmark podcast double-deckers who love to rate, rank, and debate all things Hallmark movies related. I'm Lynn, your drafting commissioner, and with me is Aaron Beth, my co-commissioner, and our fellow Deck the Hallmark podcast double-decker, Vanessa. Vanessa, you're joining us tonight as guest co-commissioner because you're a huge Hallmark Christmas movie fan. Did you manage to watch all 40 of the new movies? I did. This is actually, I want to say, the first year that I mostly kept up with it. Usually I fall really behind, um, but I was pretty dedicated this year and I watched them all, not necessarily on time, but definitely within the week that they aired. It's a lot. It was a lot. Mm -hmm. It was almost, what, a month and a half of movies, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty intense. Pretty intense. Erin Beth, this Christmas season, Hallmark offered up a holiday storylines featuring ghosts, magical cookies, and villages, but they also showcased a wider, more inclusive range of cultures, traditions, and holidays like Kwanzaa and Hanukkah. There was a movie from their new mahogany brand and a faith board one from their partnership with Dayspring. There were movies that didn't end with a kiss. Shocking, right? And a movie that didn't focus on romantic relationships at all. And for the first time, there was a movie that featured the same-sex couple in the lead romantic role. So Hallmark is clearly saying representation matters. We see you. We want you to be seen. There was literally something for everyone. Did you enjoy it? Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it was my second full-time job, but, you know, (laughs) every Christmas it is. Absolutely. It was a lot of fun. So you and Vanessa worked together on doing the trivia for our three GMs that are going to be drafting. Do you have some good ones? Do you have some things that are going to stump them? Ooh, I hope you guys are ready. Really good things. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Get the memories going. (laughs) Okay, great. So let's just jump right into introducing our three drafters, the GMs, Brian, Susie, and Mary all three of whom are longtime Hallmark movie watchers and Deck the Hallmark podcast double-deckers. And based on their chat comments over the past several weeks, they're very competitive with one another. They've been checking out each other's holiday movie comments in the Facebook group and no doubt poking around one another's letterboxed movie ratings. I'm sure they're doing some other things on the slide too. First up is Brian better known as the guy who likes Hallmark movies, AKA the middle chair guy on the Deck the Hallmark podcast. Brian, you made the leap from being a double-decker, a podcast fan, to actually relocating your family down to South Carolina and joining mm-hmm. the podcast when Daniel Pandolf, Panda who? Um, retired. Yeah, who? Who? <laughs> the artist formerly known as, yeah. Yeah. That, that guy, whatever his name was. So how's it been these last couple of months? What's the change been like? It's been, so it's been like, um, it's been a lot. Like it's been super busy because, uh, you know, the um, the movies kind of take up a lot of time, obviously. And in addition to, you know, like regular moving stuff and settling and exploring and all that stuff you're trying to uh 
basically, yeah, like you said, a, a, almost a, a full-time job on the side. And so it all kind of adds into this big mush of um, the holiday season being gone before you even realized it. So it's, uh, it's been a whirlwind of a few months. Actually, this is kind of a nice chance to like reflect. Like I do better reflecting on things than I do in the moment. And so this is going to be a good opportunity to look back and realize how good we had it this year and all the, the great movies we got to watch and, uh, you know, just kind of pick them apart a little bit and talk about them and sort of have like a, a postmortem, if you will. So it's been it's been an experience so far. Well, you're in one of the three power seats now. You're not stuck in that middle chair where you have to like everything. So this is Brian Unleashed. Unleashed, right. Brian Finally. Unleashed. Um, do you think you're at a disadvantage at all since you had to actually publicly review these every week? Not at all, actually. Not at all. Uh, I feel like there are, since we're only doing 10 and my top 10, there are some that I kind of wish I, that I feel like should be in the top 10. So I'd be okay with things slipping in that I'm not necessarily ranking as high. And uh, there are things I know in my list that are that people disagree with completely. So I feel like I have a lot of ammo to use to sort of like try to engage people vetoing, and then I can slide in things that I really want. So I feel like the way that whether it's known or not, where things stand for me, the things that I've liked this year are different than a lot of people. And so I feel like I'm going to be able to use that to maybe sneak some things higher into the positioning. So uh, I don't think it's going to have an impact at all. So uh -huh. Ready to rock and roll with it. Susie, um, yeah, I think he's just blowing smoke there. So next up is <laughs> next up is Susie. I really wanted you um specifically on this panel because your hot takes on the Hallmark movies um in the in the Facebook group are just spot on and hilarious. Plus, you're super competitive, especially with um Brian. Brian. <laughs> Exactly. Um, how hard was it for you to put together your top 10 list? It was harder than I expected this year. Um, the, when it was very good, it was very good when it was good. And when it was bad, it was ugly. So um, I had a little bit of trouble with that top 10 problem. And kind of like Brian said, there are going to be things that if they sneak in, I'm not going to be mad about it because it was you know, kind of a crapshoot whether or not I would put this one at nine versus 11 and things like that. Um, but there are some that I am very passionate in my hatred of. So, like you know, what? <laughs> like what? <laughs> I already see what you're doing, sir. And I'm, I'm on to you. More band practice. Um, and Always. so there are, uh, there are some that I'm definitely going to I'd get up in arms about it. I was like, that was a terrible movie, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think Do you have a firm number like one in mind? I'm not, I'm not going to reveal that yet. No, that's a yes or no. Do you have a firm number one in mind? Oh, do I have a firm number one? I thought you yeah. said, what is my number one? And I was like, you're, you're, you're already going to just give away the farm <laughs> for me. And, um, <laughs> that was you. I yeah. do shows have, over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're done. This was really super fast, like speed podcasting. <laughs> um, I do have one number one that I just really loved. Like it just brought me a lot of joy. And um, if it doesn't make number one, I'm going to throw a fit and uh, there's just going to be gnashing of teeth and weeping. So, you know, 
So we'll see. we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Okay. So last but certainly not least is Mary. Mary, you are one busy woman. You are a writer. You host the From the Couch podcast about all things pop culture. I love your hookedonholidays.com website. Like Brian and Susie, you are super creative and have a keen sense of humor. Um, how was it having to slog your way through not just these 40 movies uh, during the countdown, but through everything else that you are juggling throughout the holiday season? Well, as I mentioned earlier, I have watched at this point a total of 63 new holiday movies. And at this point, I do not want to see another new holiday <laughs> movie. <laughs> I have some still saved on my DVR that I want to watch, uh, but it's going to be at least a few weeks because yeah, it's, it is, either, it's kind of like Susie said, like it is either a delight because there were some excellent movies or it is exactly what you said. And it is a slog because whew, there are, I mean, I feel like there were a lot of movies that I just wanted to say, meh, you know, I don't care what they're ranked. They're just not good. <laughs> like they were bad. I don't hate them. There are some I hate, but most of them, they were just really unmemorable, non-memorable. Well, anyway, I forget. <laughs> Do you have a firm number one in mind? You know, I actually don't. I have a firm top three. And if any of the three is in the number one, uh, I feel like we will all have one. All right, cool, cool. All right, so let's let's do a quick review of the gameplay. So to be eligible, the movies had to premiere on Hallmark or Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel as part of their countdown to Christmas event. So we're not including Netflix, Lifetime, Apple TV, or any of the other streaming services or channels. We're not including the three movies from um, Christmas in July that was part of um, Hallmark's Christmas in July event. Um, so there's these 40 movies and your job is to create a top 10 list from those 40s and collectively draft, rank, rank them. And your goal is actually to see how many of the movies that are on your list make it onto the final list, preferably in that ranked order. Piece of cake, right? No problem. So there are three drafting positions, A, B, and C. Um, in addition to your picks that are assigned to each of those positions, um, each position will have one veto that you can play. Here's how vetoes work. If someone plays a movie and you disagree with that movie title being on the list or you don't want it in that ranked position, you can veto it if you have a veto. That takes the movie out of play but it doesn't take it out of the game. So any one of you can replay that title further up the, further up the list, okay? Um, there's also a bonus veto, which one of the positions will have, and I'll go over that in a second. So that, that GM will actually have two vetoes to use throughout the game. And there is also a um, override veto, which is super powerful. That's, um, will basically, you will use that if someone has played a veto against a title and you think that title actually should be on the list in that position. If you have the veto override, you can play your veto override that wipes out the veto and it locks in that movie title in that position. 
Um, the only thing that you can't use your veto override for is to save your own play. So you're, you're doing it against someone else's play, not to, save, not to save your own. So the drafting positions are drafter C will pick positions 10, seven, and three. You'll have the veto and you'll have the veto override. Drafter B picks positions nine, six, four, and two. You get the one standard veto because drafter B gets four picks instead of three. So more opportunities to get your title onto the final list. And drafter A will pick positions eight, five, and one. That drafter, that GM will get um, the standard veto and then the bonus veto as well. So how do we choose the um, drafting order? That is what Vanessa and Aaron Beth are in charge of tonight. So um, the first GM, they're going to ask some trivia questions. The first GM to shout out the correct answer will get to pick their drafting order first. The next GM to answer the next answer correctly will get to pick their drafting order. And then the last GM will get whatever is left over. So does uh, I have a question. Sure. Without saying what it is, does everybody know which um, drafting order they want? Susie, do you know, Mary, do you, do you have one in mind that you want? Um, I, I have two that I could feasibly work with. And I keep changing my mind. I would be angry about. I don't know. Okay. I mean, kind I of. Sure. Like, I think there's a strategy for each one of these. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think I, after playing one time and seeing how it all goes, then I bet you have a better idea of like right. even listening to previous ones. I still don't know which one I'm going to, if I have the opportunity to choose first, I still don't know which one I want. Yeah. Uh, I can see the, the benefit that? to each of them. I'm just <laughs> Maybe wondering I if you're saying that because you, you want to cover yourself mm. in case you don't know the answer to the trivia question. That doesn't sound like me. <laughs> the level of distress out there. Brian is epic here. <laughs> and he loves like, it. and so what what is your preference, Brian? Let us know which one you're gonna pick. I I'll 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 let you know when I do. I really I, <laughs> I really don't know which is the best uh I don't know. It's tough because like you said, you get more picks or you get different variations of veto, and I don't know which is stronger. It's like and I don't think there is one that's right and one that's wrong. Cause it depends on the choices. And so everything is like up in the air, but there's not one that I'm looking at where I'm like, that's what I want. So I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one. I almost hope I don't get these trivia questions, right? Well, keep in mind. Uh, there it is. There yes. it is. Yes. <laughs> there, there you go. Everyone is just shaking their head. Keep right. in mind that if you do, if you are the um, GM who wins trivia and you get to make your, your, your position pick first, you're also first in the veto round. So that means that after every title is, is announced, um, I'll be going in a specific order for whether or not your title is going to get vetoed. So if you, there's a double-edged sword there, there's a balance, which just makes the game really fun. All right, Brian Stalling, go ahead, Aaron Beth and yes. Vanessa. Let's, <laughs> let's get going. Okay, so um, with trivia, we have some rules. Um, the very first rule is patience like a high school boyfriend rule. Do not answer until I have finished reading the question, or Vanessa has finished reading the question. If you interrupt us, the question will be discarded and a new question will be asked. 
uh, rule I number think two. I guys had a different answer. high school boyfriend than I did. I'm very confused <laughs> by that title. <laughs> it's because in the Hallmark movies, when they come home, the high school boyfriend is always waiting for them. Like they, they oh, like, okay, I understand. Wait I for this that girl. They were in high school, and I'm like, are high school boys no. patient? Like, Super patient, very sorry. understanding. Yeah. Now I am. Okay. I'm back on board. Okay. Not ruled by impulse okay. whatsoever. Nope. Yeah. No. Brian, get back to us in about five or six years. Oh when no. Are a oh yeah. <laughs> We'll take it to the table. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Rule number two is answer big ones. After the question has been asked, holler your answer out. Whoever answers first, if they are correct, will win that question. If um, it's really close, then Lynn and Vanessa and I will decide if there is a clear winner or if we need to ask another question. And then there's the failed Christmas tree lighting rule. If you fail to answer correctly, you must let the other GM try to answer before attempting again. So for example, if I ask a question and Susie answers first, but she's wrong, she must wait for Mary and Brian to try to answer the question before she tries. If everyone's stumped, we move on to a new question. So any questions about that? All right. Well, then remember that the first person to answer a question correctly will get to pick uh, their um, order, the order first, and then the second person gets to pick their drafting order first. The last person just has to wait like Brian wants to. So we will start with um, Vanessa and her first question. Okay, are we ready? Mm -hmm. In the movie, Haul Out the Holly, what was the required height for the porch nutcracker. 36 inches. That okay. is correct, Mary. That is correct. I was going to say 14 feet. <laughs> so Mary, if you could start thinking of what drafting order you want to be in while Susie and Brian duke it out over oh, the next question, which is in a merry measure, what is the name of the song Darcy became famous for? Oh man, Sugar Rush. Very good. Unbelievable. Is that right? Drafting order second, and Brian, look at that. You get your wish. Got him right where I want him. <laughs> it's just and a bagger. <laughs> I would like to say this is the very first group that has gotten the the questions on the first one too. So I'm very proud of you all. Great the job, very team. best group. That was great, you guys. <laughs> so Mary, do you need me to tell you which positions pick which again? No, I wrote it down. I took notes. Okay. Oh gosh. Um, Don't mess up. Pick the right one. <laughs> Quit it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with A. Ooh, so Mary Billy, is chosen. are you sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> so that means you get picks eight, five, and number one, and you get um, two vetoes. You get the traditional veto and then the bonus veto. Okay. <laughs> And you are first up in the um, in the veto order as well. So Mary is drafter A. Susie, what you gonna pick? Well, this is tough. I'm like while Susie decides, we could talk about our side game, Lynn. 
Yeah. So while Susie, yeah, Susie, it's really studying there. Or she's looking at her drink. I don't know which I'm one. Actually, I'm, I'm she's really playing crosswords. The homework. She's really doing the crosswords. homework. I printed it. Everything. Sudoku. You were so right. good. Brian printed his too. That's yes. right. Yes. Guys, my printer's broken. I'm sorry. I wrote it all down. <laughs> like you had all day to buy a new printer. I know. I really <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah. So while Susie's thinking, Aaron, Beth, Vanessa, and I have a little side hustle going on. We've each created our own um, top 10 list. We've exchanged it with one another. So our goal is to try to see which one of us gets the most picks, correct, that you guys have on your final list. And we just get bragging rights for the most part. Okay, that wasn't the side game I was talking about. It was the how many times Brian gets told to kick rocks today, but that we'll go with that side game too. <laughs> you weren't supposed to mention that. Oh. I thought we tabled it because it's his birthday or so he. Oh shoot. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I, I... I'm expecting a little leniency here since it is, you know, my birthday and all. Happy a little birthday, Brian. Happy birthday, Brian. I guess yeah, Susie's not impressed. Go ahead. If you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> we all have birthdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Birthdays. The calendar turns the once a year, sign. dude. No. <laughs> Happy birthday, Brian. Thank and you. I am going to go for uh C. I'll be drafter C. Oof. Oof. Interesting. I know. I know. I, I feel like it's the wrong choice, which is why mm -hmm. I'm making it. Mm -hmm. No, this is great. That so checks. Susie, that means Susie gets picks 10, 7, and 3. She gets a veto and she gets the very powerful veto override. Watch out, people. That means Brian, you are drafter B right in the middle. Mm -hmm. along. Okay. Three right down the middle. <laughs> right down the middle. So I do have a quick question about order. Yeah. So sure. like because I'm 10, so I yeah. pick the first. Yeah. And then people have the option to, you know, tell me that that was a terrible choice. Yeah. So somebody would potentially have to burn their veto. Right. That's right. But does it go in order of drafter A gets the option or drafter B and then B gets the option or does for it vetoing? Yes. No. It, the draft, the veto order goes based on who got to pick their drafting position first. So. Oh. The first person that I'll always ask, do you agree with this? What do you think about this? Do you want to veto it? Is going to be Mary. And because when it's Mary's picked first. Yeah, Mary will Mary gets a chance to veto first. You'll get a chance if she passes and says, no, this is great, you'll get your chance to veto. Brian will be will always be last in the veto order. Mm -hmm. So when okay. Mary is up, the first person that I'll ask do you agree with this pick? Do you want it on? There will be you, Susie, because you're second in the order. So it's it's this loop. Okay, I got so you. So on your on your sheet for the veto order, next to number next to first, you would put Mary. Second is Susie, and third is Brian. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I think I think we can get to the to the gameplay in, in just a second. We've told you about our side hustle game that Vanessa and Aaron Beth and I have going on. You guys know that um, when you have your title ready, you're going to DM me in the in the chat. And that's really, that's really it. We have got it covered. So first up is picking for number 10 is Susie. Whenever you're ready, just DM me in the chat with the title. 
Okay. She is ready to go. I am. The lower ones tend to always be a little bit easier. See, I wasn't sure on my number 10. Mm. I didn't want that one. Me too. My and oh, my last choices were the hardest for me. Yeah. Oh, um, sorry, I forgot to send it just to just to Lynn, right? Me. I uh, was moving mine around right before I hit send on the email and my number, the order mine are in doesn't even matter. We're still yeah. like, that deserves to be here. <laughs> right. Yeah. And actually that the 10th pick, whichever one, you know, actually gets locked in can determine. It does. It definitely does. Can determine um, the rest of the slot. And we've seen somebody's 10 be somebody's like three and four. So yeah, I already have to look at her face difference in what people me. think. <laughs> exactly. So I have I have Susie's number 10 pick. Um <laughs> drum roll. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So this exactly. so this movie starred Katrina Bowden, Chris Russell. And it is the most colorful time of the year. And just to refresh your memories, the log line from IMDb and Hallmark Channel is that Ryan, Chris Russell, is an elementary school teacher who learns that he's colorblind. And Michelle, played by Katrina Bowden, is an optometrist and mother of one of his students. And she helps bring color into his life in time for the holidays. Susie, why yeah. is your number 10. Okay, hear me out. I don't think we have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was so bad that it gave me immense joy. Like <laughs> that is the most fun live chat I have ever had. There is not there are so many problems with this. I mean, there's HIPAA violations, like yeah. she there's Christmas trees in the middle of a school hallway. Mm -hmm. Um he there are stalkers to, there are there are stalkers yeah like there's just no boundaries like boundaries are non-existent in this world which is Boy. kind of thematic for the holidays anyway um <laughs> and uh, it was so inexplicable that it felt like an old Hallmark movie where I'm like I have no idea what I'm watching but I'm loving every bit of this um so it gets in there just purely because it is one hour and 30 minutes of wait what and that is my argument for the most colorful time that is tough because it needs <laughs> it does feel like monumental in the sense that it should be represented on this list but it also has no place on this list <laughs> i mean it's you throw in a bone because it's like hey shout out like wink wink this movie is ridiculous but what do you do <laughs> i mean we're just gonna give it a 10 spot Brian, are you insinuating that I like chaos? <laughs> no, you don't like chaos. You love chaos. You are chaos. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you are the glasses like of chaos. Like the glasses <laughs> representation of this is um this is but ridiculous. in the in the grid, is she is she chaotic good or chaotic evil? I mean, this pick <laughs> would would tell us this is this is pure evil. It has to be. This or is pure evil. Just Susie comes head. out. Yeah, Susie comes out with a bold move. So, oh. Mary, you're first up in the veto order. Are you going That's to ridiculous. let, um, are you going to veto this? Are you going to 
pass this over to Brian and make him oh. it or make him keep it. Oh, this is a tough one. This is this brutal. is a tough one because <laughs> here's the thing: if I were to assume that Susie's explanation is sincere and true, Which I actually, not. I actually would res- I respect <laughs> that because sometimes I a thing that is so stupid deserves credit of some sort. I mm-hmm. I don't know that this is what it deserves, but. Right. Yeah, but I all I could hear in my head was you know shots fired. Like this is yes. I mean, right out of the gate with She's asking for trouble here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what do you think? When you veto something, it stays around. It stays to be in used. play. It stays uh, in the game. It comes out of that position, but it's she still couldn't playable. move. She would not put it higher than ten. It's Susie. Right? She could move okay. it to nine. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do a solid here, and I will say I will I will not bring it back. If you veto means... it, I will not. Bring I it almost back. wish that you you would not commit to that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean somebody else can't bring it back, Brian. That's right. That's, That's right. right. I mean, Mary, I what are you gonna do? People. Holy cow! Uh, I'm gonna let it stand. Mary lets it stand. Brian, I'm vetoing the crap out of this movie. <laughs> Get out of here with this pick. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Your one veto? That's your That's one it. veto, Brian. That's it. I don't, good. There's there's not much else <laughs> that I do. Uh, you've been vetoed. Right. Glasses. <laughs> Chaos glasses. For those of you that can't see it, Susie just put sunglasses. Are those two? Um, I just can't even speak. I'm sorry. Wow. Now can you, see, like can you see color now, Susie? That's I can the see color. I think she's <laughs> color. Yeah. I think she's seeing more than color. Green <laughs> flag of yeah. victory. Uh-huh. Oh man! So that I don't feel like I gave a lot away on my feelings about this movie that you were <laughs> putting this out there to tempt me to do this. Maybe I have, and and you knew that this was a play that I just couldn't stand for. But <laughs> nice job. Nice job. Um, I would say I was actually being sincere when I said it was the most fun I'd I'd ever had to yes. be in yeah. It made me laugh. It did bring me a ton of joy because mm-hmm. it was ridiculous. But I'm also yeah. a person who's watched the room like 10 times on purpose. And so and Sharknado. So yeah. <laughs> you know, take that take that for what it was. I was actually being sincere. And I like it. Brian down the garden path. So I wow. like it both. Wow. So that means Susie, you have to um you have to send me another title, please. I have to send oh, you another really? title. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do have one. Yeah. Susie picks. Susie picks ten. She. Can this she be keep... vetoed too by uh, Mary? Look how quickly yeah, she had I that still, second title veto, ready, right? though. <laughs> no, I haven't got yes. You I still have, have a veto. No. She was okay. ready with that second number ten. She knew what she was doing. <laughs> Sorry about the the typos in here. My one external keyboard's acting up, so. It's not. It's um, the chat is just being really slow. Strange. Okay. All right. Voted for most colorful time of the year. It does not want another one. Okay. It's trying to my computer trying to shut me down. (laughs) Susie's second try here is a movie that starred Marisol Nichols. Oh. Christopher. It is. Uh. We wish you a married. Christmas. That's Becky and Robbie are a married couple having a hard time connecting with each other as the holidays approach. 
And just before Christmas, they head to a cozy Vermont Inn on the advice of their marriage coach so they can recharge. Their weekend away gets unexpectedly extended when a mishap puts their car out of commission. Will they reconnect? Will they, Susie? They will. It has a happy <laughs> ending. I, I know a lot of people that kind of struggled with the fact that this was couples, it was a second chance romance. Couples were actually fighting. Like they were legitimately mad at each other. And I think that it was, uh, that made it fun for me. I loved watching Chris Palaha and Marisol go back and forth and kind of banter with each other until that banter turned into happy banter again and kind of reminded themselves of what they loved about each other. Also, this was kind of a horror movie because <laughs> this town and that therapist, they were evil. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think they're going to be trapped there forever. So they're going to have to stay married because they're stuck in that town for a lifetime. But I did actually legitimately think it was fun. And I liked, I liked their, their chemistry it was really hot. Um, so, yeah, mm -hmm. I liked it. Good choice. Okay. So we... Um, we wish you a married Christmas. Mary, what are you thinking? I think this is a great choice. I like it. I love the inn owners. They were adorable. Just and so uh, out of the movies that could have been a horror movie, this was my favorite. <laughs> so it's like yeah, it's fun. Like it's <laughs> yeah. creepy, but fun. There was another one in there. Um, it might come up later, so I probably shouldn't say which one it is. But there was one that had a similar town where yeah. it didn't feel fun yeah that it got felt dark like yeah it got dark <laughs> exactly it was a little too dark for me so mm -hmm. yeah well brian do you have thoughts on this you don't get a veto so this is definitely going into the number 10 slot we wish you a married christmas but did you like this yeah. movie i like this movie and i don't know if it's because it was it was one of the movies we watched during the marathon and so i have like really good memories of this movie. It was a fun time. It was one of the first times I ever had to review, watch a movie and then immediately review it. Usually I watch mm. them ahead of time and I have time to process and make notes and whatnot. This one, it was like movies done, press record, let's go. And I feel like I, I did pretty, I surprised myself in that scenario. Like I was able to keep up with those guys in that scenario. And I had a, so my memory of this was the movie surprised me that it was so fun and like the leads were so good together and it was and chris was different and it was a different a little bit of different story than i expected and just have the the time the just the experience of watching it and recording was a really good time so i like this pick and i i have good memories of this movie that's great and guess what you get to pick number nine brian yes, you're up next do. you are next all right here it comes it's fast on the type All right. I loved when the ornament fell on the car and we wish you a Merry Christmas. It was so funny. And just his reaction. I just thought that was, it just was yeah. so great. And it's a really Palaha. good yeller. Chris Palaha yes. yells <laughs> really well. Yes. <laughs> Come on. He does. He always, he, he just is very expressive. That's what he is. Like in every movie, he's expressive. All right, Brian has made his choice. This movie stars Sarah Ramos, Carlos Marx, um, Mary Lou Henner is in it. It's 
A Kismet Christmas. Sarah is a children's book author who returns to her hometown where she connects with her family and Travis, her teenage crush. And soon she discovers that a long-held family legend might actually be true. Brian, I know you love to bake. Is that why you chose this movie? It's one of the many reasons, obviously. <laughs> uh, this one, I, what I, I, get, I found out in this one that I am not a huge Carlo, Carlo Marx fan. For some reason, why, like, I, just, I just couldn't like, get into his character. Uh, I know that some people feel the same way. Some people even on Deck the Hallmark have the same type of feelings. But she, Sarah Ramos, I've liked her since Parenthood and for a lot of stuff that she's been in. I think she's great. And her character in this was... I don't know. It was like low key, but she was very like good. And it felt like I, like she was easy to understand. And every scene in this movie was like glowing. That's what I remember the most is the decorations in this movie were like top notch. They were the most Christmassy. They had the most Christmassy feels of any movie that I remember watching. And so that all I, I didn't. The story was great. The movie's fine. Carlo Marx, not even a huge fan, but just the fact that it was so Christmassy and the story was kind of fun and the baking thing was involved, obviously. It's just, I've, I just have like a soft spot in my heart for this movie. So I feel like it belongs on the list. Great job. Great job. Mary, are you going to crush his dreams? I just, I just find that explanation so strange because you mm -hmm. spent the whole time telling us how much yep. you did not like the main character yep. i know it's shocking <laughs> it's shocking to me too every time i look at my list and i go i can't believe this is up so high because because uh -huh. a, a big part of the movie was just kind of like eh for me well you know the actor but the whole the movie as a whole i don't know it's it's a kismet just call it kismet call it what it is we'll call it kismet well i actually really love this movie i think it has uh the advantage of being one of the very first ones was mm -hmm. it the very first weekend maybe and so oh, yeah. uh, it was, it was early. early. Yeah. So if there's a glow in my memory of this movie, mm -hmm. it's that early countdown to Christmas season glow. But I did really like it. So I, yeah, great pick. Love it. Susie, chaos, chaos, Susie. <laughs> I, I, I actually agree with Brian. I am what? not a Carlo Marx fan. I know. Does it feel weird? Do you feel kind of yeah. itchy right now? Because I'm agreeing with you. Something is um, up. Something's in the works here. <laughs> No, I, I feel that way about, I'm, I've never been a fan of his movies. And for some reason, I just really enjoyed this one. Um, I thought the banter between the two main characters was really genuine. It felt like they would have been friends who, you know, went astray. And then as adults realized they still actually liked each other. And uh, I liked it. And the fact that she walked in on the dude getting married, like, yes. that was kind of heavy. <laughs> Um, but it all worked out in the end. So no, I totally agree with this. Great. Oh, Brian, congratulations. Thank We've you. got a kismet Christmas locked in at number nine. Happy birthday. <laughs> That's my gift. That's it. That's, that's it. I wish we had the recipe. I would love to make these cookies. I wish just to know what it was, yeah. how they made them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mary, you're up next for Pick number eight, whenever you are ready. Aaron, Beth, you have any uh, trivia for us or any little words of wisdom? Words of wisdom. Yes. Um, so back to the most colorful time of the year, 
what is the first thing that Ryan sees when he puts on those glasses? Trees, right? I a Christmas tree? Yes, I, I found that scene hilarious. Like who has that many Christmas trees in an elementary school hallway? Yeah. I'm telling you, by the time the kids went into the room, they're all torn down. A fire they're department giving a demonstration. I would say that's such a fire hazard. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't yeah. there one on the basketball court? Because oh, yeah. Well, yeah the court. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. It was magical. But when I, you go to the church, you don't look at the same glass. You look at it like a janky at- Christmas tree. Come on. That was the best scene ever in a Hallmark movie this season. False. Number 10. It could have been number 10. It could have been. It could have been number been 10. So, could have been so It beautiful. was the biggest trick played by Hallmark because everyone thought she's taking him to this church. Mm-hmm. Seeing it's grand. She wants in and there's no stained glass. Look, they're wrapping presents. But I really I had that to ruin it by single- vetoing that movie. I am in shock. <laughs> but I bet every single person watching that thought that she was taking him to see stained glass. I know oh, I did. Oh, yeah, I really absolutely. believe every single Everyone person had to believe that. All right. I, mean, I, have I, really Mary's, liked- mm-hmm. I have Mary's pick for number eight. She is offering up a movie that starred Brand's favorite, or is it Amy Teagarden? Time, y'all. <laughs> and Tanner Novlin. It's Christmas class reunion. This is the one where high school classmates who once dubbed themselves the cursed class reconnect at Christmas for their 15-year reunion. And over the course of their time reconnecting, the classmates challenge each other to remember who they were, who they are, who they want to be. Bad pick. I'm just going to say it. Was that you or is that actually what it says? <laughs> wow. I think my writing's just a notch better than that, but thanks. <laughs> Mary, save her. No, it yeah. has it has a ridiculous description for sure. And I listen, I know that this movie has so many tropes that, that lots of other people hate, but I don't know what's wrong with me. I love them. You can't take that away from me. Even with your veto, it's going to be in my heart forever. So I went into this movie thinking it would be terrible because there's so many characters and the whole like, uh, you know, Carrie reference and I'm not into that, but I don't know what to tell you. I loved it. Uh, It reminded me of one of my old favorite holiday movies, which is Holiday High School Reunion with Rachel Boston and Jonathan Bennett. Mm. Yes. Yes. It reminded me of the after party. I just love high school reunion stuff. I know that's stupid. I'm I'm not a child, but I I can't help it. The heart <clears throat> wants. I think it's a great. I think it's a great move for for number 8. So that um mm-hmm. means that Susie, you are actually up next for your for the veto order because you know, as we all know, Brian vetoed mm-hmm. a movie that I just like, breaks my heart. I can't even mention it anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a tough one for me because I liked this movie as much as I liked high school. <laughs> <laughs> but you had patient so, boyfriends in high school, right? I had very, <laughs> very patient boyfriends in high school. Boyfriends. 
met multiple cornucopia of them. (laughs) Um, I really did like this movie and I kept forgetting which guy was the lead because it's like that, I think Alonso, our friend uh, from the podcast, calls people sentient blocks of cream cheese sometimes. <laughs> like it's just, he was just bland and mm-hmm. I kept forgetting who he was. However, Mary really enjoyed this and I don't think that her enjoyment is more than my hatred of, and my apparent baggage about reunions. So I'm just gonna let it ride and just grit my teeth and let it go. Wow, Susie's gonna grit her teeth, rein in the chaos, and just embrace her inner frozen and just let it go. I'm not gonna sing. Don't make me sing. I was really hoping that would lure one of you in. Like, no, really. Maybe even Brian, I don't know. Brian, did you like this movie? It's it's locked in because you don't have Mm -hmm. a veto, but what were your thoughts? I had super high expectations for this one. I thought it was a like a great idea for a movie, and I thought they were going to go a whole different direction. So I ended up not being too big on this movie. Uh, I don't think it belongs on this list, but since Mary enjoyed it so much, I respect that. And just hearing you talk about it makes me think, like, wish, hopefully think, like, oh, maybe I should rewatch, and it's better than I remember. Like, maybe it's a little better than I remember. But I, you know, I know it's not. So I'll leave it. It's fine. It's fine on this list, I guess. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, I will say that one thing that helped me really enjoy the movie is that, first of all, out of the two guys that she was choosing from, the the not right guy, I hate his face. And so I could easily keep them, you know, sure, separate. Great, uh, and the one that was the right guy, I didn't realize until I was almost finished watching the movie and I was scrolling back through the live chat that he's the Liberty Biberty guy. Had I known that oh, from yeah. the beginning, That's it nice. would have colored my my feelings, I'm sure. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm a sucker for reunions. Yep. He was the ultimate commercial himbo. And yeah. then, he, then he becomes the himbo of the class reunion. We keep we keep getting But he wasn't. he wasn't. He wasn't though. He was, he was nice so sweet one. with his daughter. Oh he God, I thought you were gonna say his emu for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that too <Doug>. though <laughs> that too i'm just happy to hear somebody else say they don't like someone's face because i thought that was just oh yeah like, like someone's face wow. hate your face <laughs> Susie, like you your are face. Absolutely, no. um, all right seven. you're up oh, next okay. for number seven so just to recap we've got in uh number 10 we have we wish you a married christmas number nine is a kismet christmas Number eight is Christmas class reunion and chaos. Susie is going to send over her offering for number seven. You guys, you're uh, right along. I would like oh, to, um, I'm not supposed this... to just say, I was about yeah. to just say it because apparently <laughs> rules are also a problem for me. <laughs> That's why high school was, you know, maybe not your favorite. <laughs> yeah, just like high school. Just like high school. <laughs> That feels I've right. I've never gone to any of my class reunions, so I was only mildly kidding about that. Okay, I sent my I sent my pick in. You've never gone to any of your class reunions? Wait, what? No, but I also grew up in Chicago and I live in Texas. So oh. it's it, I mean it's a matter of like spending thousands of dollars and traveling thousands of miles to go to a tiny sports bar in northern Illinois. So it just doesn't 
I know what everybody's doing. That's what Facebook is. That's exactly. And that's what they say. Everyone's on Facebook. You know everything already. But this is what they expect of you. So if you did go, can you imagine like how surprising that would be? You don't know what would happen. It's true. Wearing those glasses. Just wear those glasses. I would actually. (laughs) I I don't. They might not be surprised. They also (laughs) might not even know who I am. So I live in my hometown and have never gone to one of my high school class reunions. So <laughs> every day what? is your high school reunion, Aaron Beth. Right, I'm right. so right. it is Wait, true. how do you even manage that? You live there, but you haven't gone to any reunions? I choose I'm not sorry, to. this is another podcast, but <laughs> no, you I, should, I'm, I'm you should be on the planning committee, Aaron Beth. What's happening? No, I, I choose not to go because high school. Yeah. I, I loved love high school. Raise your hand if you liked high school. Well, I wow. liked high school, but all the people that I liked, I still am in contact with. So why do mm. I need to go to a reunion yeah. to well, see, you know, everyone else? I, I, I loved my school. And now, so my kids go to the school I went to, and now I, I work there. So it's like a constant reunion every day I show up. Wow. Yeah. Still but it's, you know, teachers. there's like, yeah. oh, yeah. And they're like yeah. my friends now, but they were my teachers. And there's like pictures of me on like the walls, some places, like in sixth grade with a spiral perm. It was fun. <laughs> and they all oh, remember. All right. I have Susie's offering for number seven. So this starred Natalie Hall and severe weather warning, Corey. Wah, wah, wah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Brian. It's Noelle next door. A hardworking single mom gets into a war of words with a neighbor who she feels is ruining Christmas, only to find that this misunderstood grouch may steal her heart. This might, guys, does this kind of sound like it might be the story of Dan and his wife, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) why this one Susie I had so much fun with this one too and I gave me I I really love the grumpy sunshine trope Mm -hmm. and this one had a little bit of a twist on the grumpy sunshine trope in that he was grumpy about the season for what we learn is a very good reason um and grumpy kind of towards a lot of people but she sort of unlocked him in a way that was really delightful. And he, you know, he, he, she humanized him in a really lovely way. Um, I'm not a big fan of kids in these kind of movies because I think it turns the kid into being part of the insta love part that mm. I think is in the real world, very awkward, I'm sure for children or, makes the kid a matchmaker which is gross because a lot of these movies like make the kid be like oh yeah do you uh do you call that lady from the store it's like no like that's also weird that didn't happen here um the kid was kind of a jerk he had to own up to it he wasn't a matchmaker he wasn't an insta love situation um i just really enjoyed it and i'm not a fan of him and in normally in any of these movies and I thought they were great together. Do you like Natalie Hall? She's one of my favorites. I do. And I haven't liked many of her recent movies and I thought she was great. I thought their chemistry was really good too. Really so it just gave me those grumpy sunshine holiday feels. 
be sunshine holiday for us. Okay, Lady Panda, number two. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, did this give you did this give you grumpy lady sunshine holiday feels what? Stuff. Uh, yeah, actually, <laughs> I really like this movie. I liked it a lot. It's hard. Okay, so I'm looking at, uh, so I have my letterboxed list pulled up and it's hard to look at this poster because the poster for this movie is terrible. He looks like such a creeper. It is um, terrible. You're right. I'm looking at my letterboxed too. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Yeah. yeah, not a fan. Uh, and you know, what's funny about him is that I always think I don't like him because he looks like a soap opera star. And then I watch him and I do. So I did like this movie a lot. I liked like the representation of him, you know, dealing with a physical um, challenge. I thought Natalie Hall was adorable as always. And finally in a movie that I liked, the kid is a monster. I hated his guts. Um, and this movie had, yeah, great chemistry, great, great banter. But also this movie had the worst blind date. Remember? <laughs> it he goes on that blind date. Bad. Oh my gosh. I, I'd like to think that there are not humans so horrible, but I mean, reality. Really what did are, she so. say? Everyone's staring at us? What, what did she oh my, say? Yes. 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 All he was doing was like trying to take his us. coat off. I mean. The whole town was filled with monsters. I mean, come on. Yeah, it really, it really there was. There was a tree that was not plugged in. The tree wasn't plugged in on the street. Yes. A man yes. with a legitimate, who had a stroke, is told by his blind date that he's making a scene for taking a few extra moments to take off his coat. I mean, oh that is gosh. majestic evil. But yeah, she was saying, saying what we were all thinking, and everybody <laughs> knows it. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. So bottom line, I agree with this. I co-sign this. I do not veto it at all. <laughs> Brian? Yeah, this one, It's I, I don't have it in my top 10. And, I, but you know, there's nothing I can do about it. I don't think I would veto it anyway. I love Natalie Hall. Severe weather, weather warning has become fun just because that's his new nickname. And so he's just fun to have around the story. Yeah. There were a lot of things in the story that were kind of new. And uh, again, this was one we watched during the marathon and recorded during the marathon. So it holds kind of a special place in my little heart. And so this, this is fine. It's just fine with me. That's great. Okay. So Noel next door is locked in at, at number seven, and that brings us um, back to you, Brian, for sure. pick number pick number six. Yep. My favorite part about Noel Next Door is the first time I believe in a Hallmark movie where they address the fact that you know women are more than just you know these. I'm trying to think of how to say it, like she really really is this mom that her kid's not that great but Mm, she sees still it's like the kid's not perfect but she and she kind of accounts for that kid to not be perfect usually the mothers are perfect the children are perfect you know it's this whole little thing and I just I kind of did like that in Mm -hmm. that movie that the ex was a legitimate between the two of them oh yeah yes and her talking to the ex I liked that yes in a very visible way yeah it was a different way we've ever seen women, I think, portrayed in in Hallmark. Yeah, yeah. a single mom hustling like so hard mm-hmm. and not getting it right and not being perfect, but also maybe being perfect for someone, someone else, you know? Like, yes. Yeah, I like it. 
I have Brian's pick for number six. Yeah, look at his face. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. This movie stars Tyler Hines, hmm. Andrew Walker, Paul what? Campbell, three wise men, and a baby. So, not that yeah. we need reminding, but here mm-hmm. it is. Three brothers <laughs> get the surprise of their lives when they are forced to work together to care for a baby over the holidays. As they slowly get the hang of things, they find themselves on unexpected journeys of self-discovery and begin to rebuild the relationships as brothers, as well as the damaged romantic and professional relationships in their respective lives, all while rediscovering their love of Christmas. Brian, make your case for three wise men and a baby. So I'm getting vibes that people don't feel like this belongs in this list here. Uh, Shocked looks like, like how dare I put this in this list? I think this I is a really good movie. About a different Tyler Hines. There are two Tyler Hines available. <laughs> I know. I'm glad you started with that name because that threw yeah, everybody off. Yeah, you know Brian, hot toddy. Hot yeah, toddy. yeah. Oh, Todd. <laughs> so <laughs> this one, I literally have this as number six on my list. I'm not trying to play mind games. I there are five movies that I feel like I enjoyed more than this. I think six is a respectable number. This. Dan kind of said this, and it took a while for me to understand. Dan Thompson from Deck the Hallmark said that this movie is, they did it mostly for the bits. It's a string of bits. Thank you. And uh, it's compared to other movies where- Funny critique coming from Deck the Hallmark. Oh, yes. Shots fired. Observation, really, not a critique. More of an observation. I wish I had a sound effect for (laughs) you. So it was like, it was put together where there was a story. There was, it was around the holidays. There was some Christmas activities and things like that. But the biggest part of this was these guys getting, having yucks, like putting together a funny, entertaining uh, time. And it could have been based any time of the year, really. It just happened to be a Christmas time movie. But compared to other movies that I, that we watched here, there are some others that I feel like are, I don't know. Quali- it's, it's hard to use the word qualitatively and throw it around like I know what I'm talking about. But other movie like Christmas, quote unquote, Christmas Hallmark movies that I'd, I'd pick ahead of this one. If I was looking for like somebody said to me, put on a Christmas Hallmark, a Hallmark Christmas movie. This this would be one I would put on that I know everyone would enjoy, but it wouldn't be the first Christmassy type movie I would pick. And so this movie was great. I, I'm kind of shocked I have it th- at this number on my list. I know it's controversial, but. I just feel like there are other movies to me that I, I enjoyed a little bit more this year and uh, nothing against this movie, but um, I don't know. There's some other things that I would pick ahead of it. That was, it's a bold move mm-hmm. and I like your explanation. Oh, thank you. Mary, what are you going to do? Oh boy. Yep. You know, I'm torn because I, I hear what, I hear what Brian is saying. Uh, and, you know, I, I go back and forth because like, you know, on one hand, there is like the whole, like one third of the trio that used to be my favorite and now sure. is not perhaps not. <laughs> um, but then there's the fact that I love, I love watching uh, creatives or artists have fun together. And that's what this was like. That's not a, uh, that's not a mark in the con column for me. I love that. Uh, it's like more band practice, but you know, funny stuff. Sure. So, so you have 
you have two vetoes. After yeah. That. Yeah. And then personally, I know you're wondering all the details of my, my going back and forth here. I have such a soft spot for three men and a baby. My family watched that so much growing up. Um, like the song that my husband and I sing to my older daughter is good night, sweetheart, uh, based on its use in that movie. Uh, so I love them kind of riffing on that, borrowing from that and homage. And at the same time, when I actually watched this movie, uh, there was a lot of chaos going on with my uh, particular family that really brought the thing, brought the vibe down. I'll leave it at that because I don't want to bring this vibe down, but it was bad. Um, I got to veto it. I got to veto it. We cannot have this at number six. Can't, can't do it. Way to go, Mary. Yeah. So this is, uh, that was rough. This is out for, I've never rooted for a veto more. This feels personal. I know. This feels personal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. It's okay. Try it. Try again. What can I say? I'm here. I'm I'm here for the bits. (laughs) And just so you know, three wise men and a baby would not be appropriate for like Easter or Valentine's Day. (laughs) Could not be done any other time of the year. No, no, it could be. It doesn't have to go around a holiday, I think, is the the thing. But it works for the holiday because they do the dance. They decorate. There's a that light competition with the neighbor was hilarious. That was super funny. Like I'd like more of that. All right. A new number so six. Brian's going to send me a new pick. Susie, do you have a surprisingly lost? Oh, uh, well, wait a minute. Don't I have a, don't I have a veto override? Ooh. Oh, yeah, oh, you do. Interesting. You didn't ask me what I thought of it. Ooh. You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are you going to do, Susie? Okay. You have, so, you don't only have a veto override. You also have a, um, a veto, a but you would have to use your override. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I hate I'm loath to do this but I actually agree with Brian but I think there wow. are five more movies that are better than wow. this one and I didn't I will say this shifted in my list dramatically hmm. and it shifted hmm. after the second time I watched it because it did not hold up for me at all wow. mm. And I, I watched it the first time and I laughed and I thought it was really funny. And it was like a bunch of sketches put together to mm-hmm. make us laugh. And there was a lot of fan service mm-hmm. um, involved in it. And that was really, truly enjoyable. But then once those initial yucks kind of, you know, hit a second time, it wasn't funny. And it left the glary. I mean, you could drive a fleet of semis through the plot hole in this thing. Who gives that child back to that woman? yeah like who yeah yeah she's a terrible mother it's just like i'm gonna just leave this kid at a you know fire station with a dude who once saw me give birth i don't know i mean he's he's like (laughs) father adjacent kind of yeah (laughs) stranger father adjacent and i so are you using i am i think this belongs at six i do okay i have to respect this guys i have to respect it Susie, I know. Making, I think she just took a page out of Alonzo's playbook from um, the screen drafts. Got to learn from the master that that he and Dan were on for the Christmas movies. Susie has. And we know how that all ended. 
Yeah. So with a veto override, this comes, this comes out forever. It's not playable again. So goodbye, three wise men. Oh, you mean it, no. it doesn't? It doesn't no. stay at six. I thought it, it went back in. No, she I wants it to stay her at six. veto, so it stays at six, right? Okay, wait. So okay, so she he put it at six. Yeah. He vetoed it and said, no, it doesn't belong at six. And I overrode her veto, which means that she never said anything. Oh, that's right. I'm right. sorry. And, You're right. And so it means it stays at six. I would never okay. have done that if it meant taking it out of the top 10 because it belongs there in my mind. Mm -hmm. I just okay. I think there's five better movies. Still yep, on the you're table. Right. No, I just made a, a wrong mark next to Mary's next to Mary's name. So thank you. Okay, thank well, you I was gonna back that. up and I'm like, no, 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 we're not doing that. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, no, throughout that whole discussion, because of where I put my mark next to Mary's name, I was like, oh my gosh, it's coming off the list. What? I feel good about this. <laughs> That's right. Can, can okay. I do a quick uh, trivia for this movie? Yeah. Is that okay? Yes. I just want to see what people think. Who remembers the name of the baby? Todd. <laughs> Hot Todd, the baby. Hot Todd. <laughs> I, I, I do love not. that we have a mascot. I love that we have a mascot. <laughs> no one remembers. I thought this was yeah. an easy one. Okay, interesting. What was it? What was it? Aaron Beth, if you can't answer. I mean, you can, but you know it. No. But I remembered when you put, when you gave me the question. Okay, Aaron Beth, you. Thomas. Yeah. I was so close. So yeah, close. you were. <laughs> yeah. well, it's basically started with the, the same, same letter. I mean, Thomas Todd, it's interchangeable. It's so, so close. Same thing. But also so, so far apart. And so far apart. <laughs> so just to recap, we have at 10, we wish you a married Christmas. At nine, a, kiss, a kismet Christmas. Eight is Christmas class reunion. Seven is Noel next door. Six is three wise men and a baby. You guys, before we get to five, which would be Mary's pick, do you want to take a quick break or are you okay to just keep going? What do you prefer? I'm good. You good? You good, Susie? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good, good, Brian? Yep. Everybody's good? Aaron Beth? That's, all right, let's do it. So next up is Mary with pick number five on the list i almost just said it out loud <laughs> it's hard sometimes it is you guys are moving right along this is good all right so, top five we're getting there Oof. yeah we are getting there okay i have mary's mary's pick um this movie was actually on uh, hallmark movies and mysteries it was from their mahogany brand. It stars um, Nadine Ellis, BJ Britt, Karen Riley, Tamala Jones, and McKelty Williamson. In this Hallmark Mahogany presentation, RJ is a new angel who is given the chance to address his one regret, that he didn't help his sisters reconcile while he was still alive. Returning to earth as a stranger, he gets each of them to revive the holiday stocking, their parents' old tradition to encourage charity at Christmas. What do you think? Why this one? Well, I really liked this movie. I thought that it was very um, 
I thought it was realistic. The tension between the sisters about how they showed their love, you know, one was spending money, one was spending time and they both resented each other. I think that happens in a lot of families. Uh, but at the same time, you could tell like they really loved each other. They wanted to come together. I thought the romance was like an afterthought. I, I didn't think it was necessary to this movie. Um, I really love the family dynamic. I love that he was an angel. I was a little worried when he was such a handsome angel that maybe his sister would accidentally fall in love with him, but we didn't go that direction. So whew, dodge that bullet. Um, yeah, I, think I we like were the all game. thinking that, Mary. I think we were all thinking that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was in, real nervous. In the chat, um, I think that mm-hmm. came out, yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it. I liked I liked that it wasn't a, a straight line, you know, it, it took him a while. Um, I know that the questions for the stocking game and the stocking game itself were all silly, uh, but I don't care because it started when they were kids. So yeah. And, and also I can't, I can't handle a top 10 list. That's, um, all white all the time. So we've got to have some, some, uh, some diversity in here. And this is, this is my pick for that. I think it's a great, great choice. Susie, you are next up in the veto order, Miss Susie. Um, what are your thoughts on this? You have one veto left. You played your veto override. What do you think of the holiday stocking for the fifth position? I I had this one lower in my top 10, but it was still in my top 10. Um, I thought the story was really good. I really like the ensemble cast that they put together. Um, and I just have to say, after watching all the mahogany movies this year, I don't know who does the wardrobe for mahogany films, but every time I look at it, they're just visually beautiful. The costuming is beautiful. Yeah. Um, but I think they do a really good job of using that to kind of make the characters a little richer too, like mm-hmm. showing the difference between you know, uh, the sister who's slogging away in a bakery every day and is tired and compared to her glamorous other sister who, you know, maybe doesn't always have her priorities in the right spot. And um, visually, they're just really well done. So this wasn't in my, you know, my top five by any means, but I still really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great movie. I like the direction they're going with it. So yeah, movie toes for me. No way. just for you. So this will stay in the fifth position because Brian doesn't have any vetoes left. But Brian, what did you think mm-hmm. of this movie? I didn't have it this high, uh, but I don't know exactly what to do with like anything out of my top 10 or or a little bit lower than that. I don't know what to do with it. In the middle, it's kind of muddy. But I remember with this one, it, liking it, liking a lot about it, really liking or like feeling that that sadness that the brother was feeling like knowing because we knew his position the sisters did not in that movie and it i remember feeling like wow that's that's tough for him like i hope he does it and you're right about the look like the overall looks like they look sharp like these movies like they look like they put there's a lot of attention to detail and it feels like really authentic but i i do remember the ending being kind of bummed like disappointed bummed out that they did it the way they did because in my mind there was a better way to end it and they didn't do they that. They should have looked at the picture, right? They did not show the right. picture. And it's, it's. It should like, have been him. 
Yes. Yeah. Such ridiculous. a miss. Such a they, miss. Yeah. They could have done. A, they could have had nothing in the picture. They could have right. had well, the real brother. Kid. Yeah. yeah. Him mm-hmm. as a, like they could have done so much, and it would have hit. Yeah. Everybody would have been in tears. Like it would have worked mm-hmm. no matter what they did if they showed that picture and they didn't. Maybe there's like a scene that they cut where they did show it, and for some reason they didn't choose it or they didn't have a choice there. But that would have been that that doing that making that choice would have probably bumped it up higher in my list. No, I don't have a problem with it being in the top 10 at five is higher than I would put it, but well, me you know, too. I get it. We got to put it somewhere. Yeah. Maybe there'll be a sequel where it starts with a look at the photo. That would be great. Rather than a wedding veil trilogy. Two, six movies, trilogy of photo. Trilogy of photos. Yes. Am I the only one who cried at the end of this movie? Oh, I yeah. cried. I totally cried. I cried. Like a baby. Like yeah. a Absolutely. I was emotional. I, I, I didn't fully cry, but that's because yeah, I yeah, don't same. have any emotional but... emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Susie, same. <laughs> I, don't, I don't cry. It's not a thing I do, but yeah, I, mean, I felt I it. I felt sociopathic. I couldn't give them the satisfaction after they <laughs> blew, blew up the ending. I appreciate that integrity. <laughs> Susie I literally says, cried I, the other day trying to explain the Folgers commercial from when I was a kid <laughs> when the brother comes home and I'm like oh, explaining yeah. it to my daughter like <laughs> tears coming down my yeah. face so maybe crying at the end of a movie oh. isn't that big of a deal best part of waking up <laughs> best part of waking up that's all right guys this um Brian it's your turn you're you're up at bat for number four. Oh. yep I know we're almost done you know you gotta think again yeah <laughs> they gotta come again all right i also like i thought maybe he would drop the pendant and turn back into himself yes anything yes. i mean there was just something other than them having no clue and then him lighting the trees i was like yes. i don't understand mm-hmm. and every time a tree lights an angel gets their wings oh, i'm yeah. like boom <laughs> So many better ways to end that movie, mm-hmm. but it was still good, and I still cried. It was. Sure, it was. You, so sure, you good. want this on the list because everyone is like royally disappointed in the end. Yeah. <laughs> I I will say that I was scared in the beginning that there was going to be an odd romantic Ooh. thing. Yes. yes. That scared me. It was a little too close to that was, line. Yes. Yeah. I was watching it by myself, and I was like, "Where are they taking this?" Yeah. Right. I was like, "Ah." Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm I all for this. new Hallmark. There was a moment in yes, Hall, um, we thought they were going to be cousins where you yes. thought they were going to be cousins, and I'm like, come on, yep. you know? wait, which movie was that, Susie? It was the Hanukkah movie. The ha- that's right, yep, yes, yep, I kept waiting and for them to be related, yeah, that was, and I was like, yep. like oh. are they going to be related? Mm-hmm. You just made out with your cousin. Yeah, that's that's Hallmark after dark on pay per view. So <laughs> not available on Dazzle Plus. Plus okay. Hallmark. I have um I have Brian's Brian's pick for number four. It is a movie that starred David O'Donnell and Judy Sweet Judy, Jody Sweeten, a cozy Christmas inn. A real estate executive Erica travels to Alaska during Christmas time to acquire a bed and breakfast, only to discover that it's owned by her ex. While there, she finds herself falling in love with the town and quite possibly 
him. Brian, why do you love yep. this movie for number four? So I didn't see, I still haven't seen the first one uh, with CCB, but this, like, so I come into it without any preconceived notions, any ideas, anything. So this is a fresh movie to me and watching it without any of the backstory. I don't, I don't know. It was a different movie for me, I think, than a lot of people. And the, the, the cast of characters, like what they did in Hall at the Holly, where the whole cast, the background characters, the not the main characters were great and were like integral to the movie. It was the same with this, with Marvin or Martin. I forget. I think it was Martin and Hattie. Just the townspeople were added a lot. They actually added a lot to the story. And I, I had a really good time. Like I got legitimate laughs. And I was having a really good time with this movie. And it was super Christmassy. I remember that. Uh, and so I don't, I don't know what it is about this movie, but it just left like a really great uh, memory of it. And I just remember laughing a lot legitimately. And uh, I feel like it belongs uh, high up in the list. Just a little recognition for once in its life. Did your kids watch any of the movies with you? Yeah, they watched. Did they watch watched, this one? Uh, we watched part of this one. We didn't finish it together. We watched Ghosts uh, with them and... This one we watched part. Oh, maybe we did finish it. No, no, one next door we watched with them and they liked that a lot. But this one we, I don't think we finished it with them. Yeah. That's cute. That's cute. So, Mary, you are up for the vetoed round. Bad pick. Bad pick, Brian. It's his birthday. Just, disagree. Hard disagree. You know. <laughs> There's a hard um, H in that bad pick. <laughs> I am just baffled. I am baffled good. that yeah, good. because the only reason that you would put this on the list anywhere, oh. I can't even fathom number four. The only reason you would put this on the list is because of the backstory, because of the context, because of the this the sweetness of having Jody Sweeten mm. replace the previous actor. Um, and so if you have none of that, mm -hmm. what are we even doing? What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. It was just a simple time. Maybe it was, I was having a good <laughs> night. It was easy to please. Um, like I, I was, the laughs were just coming wow, easily. Maybe. Wow. And big Jody fan. Obviously, I mean, I grew up watching Jody Sweeten, so it's sort of a little nostalgic too. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are you gonna do, Mary? Well, I've got to veto this because it is a what? poor, poor choice. Like it can't oh, happen. Can't do man. it. Man, I oh. liked it. Listen, I liked the movie. I liked the movie as itself and in the context for sure. And I also decided this season that I truly love Jody Sweeten in these movies, but it does not belong on this list. Oh my word! Mm -mm. Wow. Well, wait till you see what I do with my second pick. So after this, so this is coming off of number four. It's still in play to be put back on the list if anyone chooses. Susie already used her veto override, so it is locked in for number four. But while Brian is sending me his next choice, Susie, what are your what are your thoughts on a cozy Christmas in? I saved a veto to stop this madness. <laughs> I Come saw on, you guys. You and your opinion on this dog turd of a movie. <laughs> now I'm getting angry and I'm going to do something I, ridiculous. Oh so. no. 
I that's Garland. He can't be you. responsible yeah. for his actions. Garland, that's Garland for you. Thanks. That's Brian for you. Oh, I am I, drunk with power right now. No. <laughs> power. I. This is going to be a nightmare. I could not figure out which movie you watched. I mean, I also liked Jodie Sweet, and I thought she was great. I thought the, the actually the people acting in it were great. I yeah. thought they gave them absolutely nothing to work with. Like this guy is bad at business. And it's, they're yeah. still letting him have things to run yeah. and they're bailing him out and they're going to have like one big bonanza social media moment that's going to see right. the end from, yep. from people like because tourists in Alaska come like from a one day social media but they're like you know what here we are in the contiguous United States <laughs> let's fly up tonight to go to a party at a Alaska oh, inn but not right to it because he sold the plane. Oh, that's he right. sold well, no the way. plane. Yeah. So did. there's no way to get to it. The hotel yeah. is failing. So what do you do when your hotel's failing? You build an observatory. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> a million dollars. Yeah. Worth a shot. It's like a guy buying a jet ski because his house went into foreclosure. He's like, wee. Like, oh, no. I mean, he, he can't put on a sweater. He should not be allowed to run yeah. a business. <laughs> That's right. Forgot about that scene. It was also the math on set. Like I looked up the numbers for selling a a plane and the numbers did not come out to the amount that you would really need to renovate an inn to the level it looked like he did. And so that was something I didn't even bring that up when we were talking about it originally, but yeah, those, the plane that he sold was like, I don't know, you sell it for between like 60, 70, maybe 130 if it was in phenomenal shape. So 130 grand to put towards a, a, an in renovation and build an observatory and all the work. It just doesn't seem like those numbers checked out. And but, how much did that telescope cost? Yeah. That, I mean, those things are not that cheap. I, mean, I don't think. No, they're usually over a hundred thousand dollars for one that size. Yeah. Do some research, Brian. <laughs> Find out about the telescope. Unless the telescope he's was there. He's bad at math. He's bad at sweaters. Yeah. He's bad at sweaters. <laughs> he's bad at <laughs> in keeping. Like, it's tough. My number four. This guy pick has was... no sellable points whatsoever. No. no. Well, he's Santa's son, so you you marry into that family. <laughs> but we didn't even get into that. Strangely yeah. enough. Yeah, they uh, kept hedging around it. It's like commit yeah. to the bit, but they never did. All right. So my fourth <laughs> pick. Oh boy, this is tough. This Brian is, really is concentrating tough. strongly here. I'm afraid. <laughs> Okay, so while he's doing that, can we though acknowledge yeah. that the main guy in that in the Garland movie is like he looks so much like Patrick Dempsey? He does. Oh yeah, yeah he, he does. Good. Even with like the little finger. Oh, Aaron Beth's not seeing it. I see it. No, because Patrick Dempsey is like here, and I don't think um, he's good looking at all. Okay. <laughs> I will go back and revisit it just for okay. you. Okay, just just give it just give Hold it a little thought. Side by side. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, is he a hot toddy? I don't know. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Harriet. <laughs> I want to go to Alaska in the worthy? middle of December when the weather is you could just wear a light jacket and some little mm-hmm. booty boots. Well, her, her hair did her hair did get wet though. Remember that one scene where her hair got wet? Oh, that's true. That going for us. She would put on that's a hat. True. She put on a hat. She looked like she was really in actual snow. Like yeah, she, did she did not look pretty. And I liked that. Not that I yeah. didn't want her to look pretty, but I wanted her to look. I mean, it's nice to see a realistic snowfall. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. 
but her whole like her business decisions that was infuriating wasn't she like offered so much money she turned it down that ridiculous that when they were sitting oh that that made just another lady giving up her job for a man oh my gosh the patriarchy of Alaska in keeping on that note um (laughs) Brian has sent me his um his next choice for number four. So this is this movie starred Zane Holtz and Torre DeVito. It's Twas the Night Before Christmas. A former actress trying to break into directing tests her skills as a um, with the town's annual Christmas Eve courtroom production, in which the true authorship of the famous poem A Visit from St. Nick is debated. Mm-hmm. Take it away, Brian. I, I, for some reason, this movie from the very beginning, like clicked with me and I loved this idea. I loved what they were doing. Um, I liked it a lot more than a lot of other people, but I think this, this, I don't know what it is. It's such a cool idea to me. And even if the movie wasn't great, they, they missed a bunch of stuff and they rushed through a lot. And there's a lot of weight watts and all that stuff. Just, I, I got, I got what they were getting at. And I loved everything about it. And it was so different. And it sort of fell like at a really cool time in the, it was like the last weekend. It, uh, it was like, I came out of nowhere. Um, so I don't know. And somebody after, I don't know who it was, somebody on Twitter, I think sent me a link to, there's a recording of the actual performance that they did of this in Troy, New York, the real play. And so it's like an hour and something long. So somebody sent, so I can actually now watch the real performance and see how, if it holds up and stands up to what my expectations are. So I'm going to do that at some point, but this one just like, just struck a chord for me. I loved it. Really liked it. I mean, I can't, I can't stuff on brand's toes. Maybe you could post that link in the Facebook group. I think I'd love to see that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll share that. That's a great idea. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mary, you're gonna crush his dreams a second time. Oh, I can't. I don't have a. I don't have a veto. No, you have a bonus veto. Yeah, you have a bonus veto. No, 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 no. No, yeah, no. You're the person that has two. She because she vetoed. <laughs> no, I she vetoed. vetoed three wise men and a baby. Oh right, oh, that's that was right. Yeah. Out, right. That's yeah. right. You're out. Yeah. Yeah. I think then it's only me that has the veto. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to tell you my opinion. Sure, let's hear. Uh. Yeah, this movie was very strange, but I give it points for doing something different. Like you said, uh, I take away points for being so mysterious prior to its uh, premiere because, you know, you watch a trailer or commercial and it was like, what the heck? And that annoys me, uh, but they had great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I feel like is a real um, bland leading guy but with her he was good uh like i don't know do people really say tell me something romantic is that a thing that happens but when she did it and he answered i wasn't mad (laughs) and then they cuddled and then they cuddled (laughs) susie did you get any cuddles watching this movie uh (laughs) like not literally sorry oh okay (laughs) I was like, oh God, that was weeks ago. Also kind of personal. I mean, I'm okay with that. That's fine. <laughs> Cuddling all the time here in this house. Constant. You know, I'm I'm always in the cussing closet, but you're usually with me in it. So. I usually am. <laughs> uh, Mr. Susie did not watch this movie with me, so there was no cuddling that happened. Um, 
So I'm very torn on this because I actually, I liked this movie. I didn't think I was going to like this movie. It gave me research feels, which mm-hmm. I love a good research feel. <laughs> yeah. um, I thought they were hot together. Mm-hmm. Like, even when they were just cuddling, I was like, I was like an impatient high school boyfriend. <laughs> like, you two just, you know, belong together here on this couch. <laughs> well 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 said thank you uh the only problem that i have with this like i i thought the premise was just completely wacky all the previews told me i was going to hate it and i just i really didn't i I loved it i thought it was great but did i love it more than the ones that are left on the table i don't know about that like there are some I mean, this is this would be number four. Is this a number four? This it's caliber, number four. Yeah, caliber movie with I've got I've got five solid movies I would put before this. Dare you and I have it. one veto left. <laughs> Did you hear Brian? What do you say? I dare you, you to say? veto it. You, I mean, you did this on purpose, and I get yeah. that. Because mm-hmm. you've been <laughs> thinking the entire game, how am I going to get back at her? And so you're going to make this pick my fault. And I hate you for that. <laughs> I will, I I will don't, lie don't on your it. shoulders, but I also legitimately w- would like to see it here. But so it's both ends. <laughs> Do you legitimately feel that this is the number four movie? I have it at number three in my personal list really yeah well you also picked that last travesty with telescope you know wrong yep. answer whatever cozy christmas and yeah absolutely cozy respect christmas it and telescope. call it by its name okay <laughs> which is still in play further up in the list it is still there that movie can come back he didn't promise not back. to make it come back mm-hmm. oh, good why Lord. did you just speak that out to, into the universe Aaron beth <laughs> What are you going to do, Susie? I'm just reminding uh, everyone how the game works. So Brian still has the number two pick. Yeah. He does. um, Which I I just don't trust you. And I don't, I don't feel (laughs) that I have, I think you have forced my hand. So fine. I'm going to veto. Twas the night before Christmas. (sighs) Try again. I don't like that. Brian has two strikes. I don't like trying that at to all. get a film, a movie on number four. Unbelievable! All right. Um, so there are there are no more vetoes in this game. That's right. So that means My whatever gets on the top five here is ridiculous. Whatever gets played <laughs> is played. I just like to confirm that Susie is still wearing those glasses, and I love it. I love it too. So I have I've had like sinus problems today really badly, Um, and the overhead light is shining. You can see like how deep the circles are underneath my eyes. So when I put them on, I'm like, oh, that feels good. I'm gonna leave them on. Or it's like a poker tournament and you don't want us to see your (laughs) your facial expression. Actually, the entire time I'm just like. Every time Brian speaks, I'm just rolling my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I suspected. You can't, can't tell that I'm being disrespectful behind my glasses. Oh, we can oh. tell. I have news for everyone. I have Brian's 
pick for number oh, four. This I'm will so... stay on the list. And um, surprise, it's a cozy Christmas inn, which was his original pick. <laughs> Look at the smile on his face. We He'd did say, it, everyone. Happy birthday to me, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what we a did trash it. human being. Wow. <laughs> I oh, tried to warn weird. you guys the best I could, <laughs> but nobody, I mean, you didn't want to listen to me. This feels we right, everybody. going to put up some garbage. It was just which <laughs> garbage was Brian going to, you know, <laughs> dump upside down. No, oh. no. My birthday at all. Realize you could do that. It's my party. Brian says this feels right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Then why are we crying? <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hey, Susie. I know time for Susie. Yeah, Susie, it's your turn now for, for pick number three, which which will stay on the list. You guys burned through all the vetoes. Mm. Never happened. This is definitive. We'll go down in history. We have opinions. You do have this opinions. is hard because I feel like I have to put up what would be my number one because mm. this is your last pick. Yeah, because yeah, we can't do anything with it. No. Mm. Um, okay. Drat. This stinks. Stinks like the That's garbage of the telescope love movie. <laughs> She's doing the holiday undercover right now. Oh, no. <laughs> That's yeah. her number three. Did we ever figure out? Well, forget it. That's a whole other story. Christmas bedtime <laughs> stories. Here we come. No. You start begging for a commissioner veto at that point. Yeah. How much do, do we have to pay to buy extra vetoes? <laughs> so much Bitcoin. It's, uh. it's not, not possible. It's just not possible. I have. I have Susie's pick. So in the third position on this ranked list, Susie has chosen a movie that stars Peter Jacobson, Ellen Travolta, Wes Brown, Lacey Chabert, Hall Out oh, the Hall. Man. Melissa, um, there's a cameos by uh, Christopher Palaha and um, Eric Mobius, Mobius as well. So Emily arrives home, hoping to visit her parents, only to discover that they are leaving on a trip of their own. As she stays at their house for the holidays, their HOA is determined to get Emily to participate in the neighborhood's many Christmas festivities. Susie, was this actually number um, three on your list or was it higher? No, it was my number one. Your number one? It was, it was between this and one other movie that mm -hmm. I'm hoping somebody puts up um this was just so fun and it was fun in a way that held together because I did watch this one more than once too um you know uh, a lot of Lacey Chabert movies uh, you know in recent seasons like didn't really click as much for me and this year I kind of felt like she's you know she's our new queen of Christmas um the chemistry between her and Wes Brown was great I I love Wes Brown I think he's got great comedic timing um all the side characters in this yeah. were just really great. I think Brian, you said something earlier about the mm -hmm. side characters um, in this particular movie. Everybody had a part that they played. They felt like they were there for a purpose. 
and I laugh a lot. And a lot of times I kind of, I like, I laugh inside my head. Um, in this one, I legitimately laughed mm -hmm. and we watched it more than once here. It was a blast. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, I, I thought this should be higher, but it's still pretty close to the top. So great pick haul out the Holly. Mary, was this, um, number three for you? Where was this on your list? If it was on your list at all? Uh, this actually was my number three and I loved this movie. I laughed so much. Um, my husband and my daughter watched it with me. We all laughed. I will say, uh, my friend, Anna, who does a lot of the Hallmark reviews with me on my podcast has a personal HOA nightmare story. So she did not like this movie at all, but she was wrong. I loved it. I am glad it's on the list. I'm glad it's this high. <laughs> I think that's great. Brian, was this on your list? Yeah. Oh yeah. This is uh, I'm kind of sad that it's ending at three because I have it higher than three. This was like this movie knocked it out of the park for me. Oh, I laughed Brian, out loud. Are you upset that this had to go with three? <laughs> yes. Oh. Oh, yeah, it doesn't feel good. good. I don't like this Ooh, feeling. Interesting. Unbelievable. You're not happy about this either, Susie. Don't even I'm try not. It. I'm not. <laughs> no, this, yeah, they this is what you have brought. This is what, this is the this bet is I've Ryan's made. Ryan's fault. Look what I've done. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's tough because you don't know. Like, if you didn't put it here, there is a big risk that it doesn't end up on this list. And then this list would be trash. We would just yeah. not acknowledge, I can't co sign this list. Uh, <laughs> this, yeah, this movie was, this movie was great. Uh, at least it's in the top three. Where was it on your list again? top it was one number one yeah yeah it was you it was number one on mine too this is yeah. tied from with i laughed so one. much in this movie so this great. is the consequences of you know a cozy <laughs> christmas in i don't see how it impacts this at all though i mean just, <laughs> just like i was afraid it would as somebody was going to sail in with you know it's time for bob to come home for christmas <laughs> mm -hmm. just a little paranoid huh Grab his telescope. <laughs> Go to a well, it is, um, it's Brian's turn now to offer up number two and, and he could very well choose it's time for Bob to come home with uh, for Christmas. Oh boy. I don't like this at all because I do have a number two that I clearly would put here that I also wouldn't mind at number one, but I'm afraid, I don't know if Mary's going to put it number one. So what do I Can do? Can I be trusted? Exactly. You've got some sour feelings, I can tell, about a few of these choices that we've made. I trust Mary. <laughs> I mean, here's um, the thing, Brian. I'm an Enneagram one, so I am fueled by rage, but also yeah. my motivation is to be pure and good. Of course. Do with that what you will. Oh, but if I go with what I want to make sure gets in this list, what's left is something that probably doesn't belong at number one. And yeah. that, yeah. I don't know if I, I, that might be kind of funny to do <laughs> as well. <laughs> I don't know. It would, it would surely like people who look at this list would immediately look at it and say, oh, that's, that's a trash list. Like, obviously there's no, there's no, no validity to that. So, oh man. All you right. have to trust, you have to trust me. I don't have to trust you. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I, it's his birthday. He doesn't have to do Oh, this is painful. I choose to trust you 
or do I not choose to trust mm -hmm. you? Let's see. All right. Okay. Um, Would it be easier if she put on some sunglasses? Yeah, put everybody. everybody. <laughs> I have Christmas bow earrings. Does that help? No, no. Okay. A little bit. I am Those married to someone who shares your birthday. That helps. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm still uh, back on your fueled by rage. I, was just... <laughs> I mean, I it is like, what it is. I sort of feel like I made a mistake with number four. <laughs> at this point. All right. I'm uh, really. No, Your no, no regrets during this episode <laughs> is rough. No regrets. <laughs> Susie no just, wants to, just wants to reach through the screen at this point. Strangle Brian. All right. We have Brian's Ugh. number two. And it is. The movie. I get so excited. Yeah. <laughs> this movie starred Jennifer Robinson, Patty Murin, and someone in glasses, Brendan Penny. It yeah, he is was. in Merry Measure. When pop star Darcy returns home to spend Christmas with her sister and niece, she unexpectedly finds herself coaching the high school choir with her one-time rival, Adam. Yeah, I don't love this. I don't love what I've done here. <laughs> but I do like, I did like this movie a lot. I was surprised that I liked this movie as much as I did. Um, this was one of the Glasses movie, uh, obviously with Brent Penn here. And he did such a good job. It was so cool, the music element. Um, there were definitely things about it that could have been better the way that they brought the teams together. Like, the, like a brand, I think brand pointed out, he's like, I wanted more of a competition and I thought we would get more of a competition, but it wasn't that way. So I don't know. I, I, I like this movie a lot. I don't, it's a soft two for me, but I, I don't feel bad about it being in the top five because it's in my top five anyway. So it was, it was yeah. in your top five. Yeah. So, so there we go. So Mary, what are your what are your thoughts on in Mary Measure? Was it on your list? Was yeah, it was actually top? it was actually my number five. Oh, um, and I I did like this movie. I liked uh, uh, it was basically the hallmark version of Pitch Perfect, which I enjoyed thoroughly, despite the lack of realism when it came to those kids' improvement. Um, I liked it a lot. So it does not belong on number two, mm -hmm. but it belongs on the list. Mm -hmm. So, so you're good. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. What about you, Susie? I cannot read your expression because you are hiding behind those glamorous glasses. That <laughs> 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 she just removed. Wow, that is an eye roll. If I ever Sorry, I got a tick now. <laughs> <laughs> you and me are you, are you fueled by rage <laughs> i have gone colorblind <laughs> um, well that was a tragedy with rage blind with rage it was it, it was not in my top 10 it, it actually fell out of my top 10 though just recently um i did like this movie i thought it was fun um i 
thought Brendan Penny was not annoying. Um, and sometimes I find him not my favorite, I, should, I guess I should say. Um, I thought Patty Morgan was really funny. Um, they had a lot of banter that was really enjoyable. Do I think this belongs where it was placed? No. I think it's funny that, you know, Brian had to admit it was a soft number two, which is kind of accurate. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, I, there's nothing I can do about it now. Yeah, I've made a huge mistake. I just realized that. <laughs> but it was actually pretty fun. So, I mean, I, I'm not like, you know. Would you, I, what I should have done is brought back Twas the Night. Would that, would that have been more satisfactory or is this better? No, I, I liked, I liked both of them kind of about equally. Um, you just never should have brought back Telescope Love. Yeah. Telescope, Cozy Christmas Telescope Love. A little respect. Yeah. We have called that movie everything except that. <laughs> <laughs> bad it's okay brian when you're done you can talk to dan how it feels to make the wrong decisions during a draft Mm. (laughs) you can lament together yes he can relate (laughs) all right so just a quick recap we have in number 10 we wish you a married christmas nine a kismet christmas eight christmas class reunion seven is noel next door six is three wise men and a baby Five is the holiday stocking. Four is a cozy Christmas inn. Three is haul out the holly. Second is in Merry Measure. And Mary is going to bring us home and tell us what the number one movie is because there are no more vetoes. Lay it on us. It is. We are, I'd like everyone sitting in. Mm-hmm. Silent waiting. It's like the one that matters. It is. Well, for- fortunately, Alicia Witt wasn't in any movie, so she. <laughs> that she would never, be never one. be my pick for number one. It is a like movie. <laughs> Beth Level, Ian Harding, Kim Matula, Lori Tan Chin and Reginald Vell Johnson, Ghosts of Christmas Always. Catherine is a ghost of Christmas present and she must help one soul, Peter, rediscover his Christmas spirit, but this year has something unusual in store. Mary. Brian, was I trustworthy? Yep, you did it. You did it. I did it. did it. Uh, I would like to formally protest the lack of Hanukkah on rye on this list. Like that to go on the record, please. But this had to be number one. It was so fun. It took, you know, the trope that we are so familiar with that has been done a million times and did it in such a fresh way. Um, It was beautiful to look at. Like it was very colorful. The movie itself was, the poster is. uh, I thought all the characters were fun. They were diverse. Uh, the, the main two had great chemistry. Thank goodness. They also were not related. Boy, if there was a theme this year, Hallmark, it really was a little nervous for what comes next, but, uh, yeah, it was just super fun. I loved it. I want to watch it again. I would recommend it to a non Hallmark movie fan 
And I think it has to be number one. Brian, what do you say to that? Yeah, you said it, Mary. I agree with everything there. It has to be number one. And if it wasn't number one, it would be like just 100% out of spite. And uh, just to, to really throw your weight around because you could have done that, but yeah, pheno- I mean, obviously just phenomenal. It's my, it's actually my number two overall. Cause I do have Hall the Holy first in my list, but it's, I mean, they're interchangeable almost because they're just so like leaps and bounds ahead of so many of the other ones that it's just really impressive. Yeah. What about you, Susie? Ghosts of Christmas always for number one. It, it wasn't my number one because Hall of the Holly was my number one tied with one that did not even make the list, which was the holiday sitter. Because mm. yeah. I just yes. loved it. That yeah. was, you know, such a such a fun movie. And yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't just groundbreaking, which was part of it, but I thought it was great. I thought they had great chemistry. But I did like Ghosts of Christmas Past, or I'm sorry, Ghosts of Christmas Always. It definitely, you know, made my top five easy. Um, it was different and it was sweet and the characters were great. And it had a lot of really, you know, moments that could have been very heavy and didn't come across that way because there was a lot of hope. And, and I don't think they necessarily stuck the landing quite like I wanted to. That was the only reason it wasn't my number one, but it definitely deserves to be right up there. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, you you did it. You did it. Great job. We did it. You did it. You did it. (laughs) So before we get to our little, you know, um, commissioner predictions and best list and everything else, let's um, just really quickly, I'd love to hear from you guys. What did you have on your list that didn't make it to this list? So um, Mary, let's start with you since you actually won the, the trivia round. What was on your list in your top 10 that didn't make it here? Okay, well, as I mentioned, Hanukkah on Rye, I thought was fantastic. It was so funny. I just, I, I really loved it. Uh, that was my number four. And I know this one is a little controversial, but I actually really liked hashtag Xmas. I know that some people didn't. I did. So it was on my list. Mm-hmm. Great. What about you, Brian? So I had, well, Twas the Night Before Christmas was one that I tried to sneak on here. It didn't pan out. I had um, Lights, Camera, Christmas. I really enjoyed. I thought that was a really well done. Italian Christmas Memories for some reason. I, I mean, I think they did a really good job with that one. I was surprised that I liked that as much as I did. And then uh, Holiday Spectacular is another one I have on my list, my top 10 that didn't make this one. Yeah. How about you, Susie? Uh, well, I already talked about the holiday sitter. Yeah. Uh, and I also had Twas the Night Before Christmas. I had that one low on the, the top 10, but it was still in there. Um, I also liked Lights, Camera, Christmas. I thought that John Brotherton and, and uh, Kimberly Sustad were really fun together. Um, he was so arrogant and annoying. And she just took him down like a peg every scene. And it, that was really enjoyable. Um, and I had two that didn't even rate seemingly for anybody else, which was Jolly Good Christmas, aside from his accent, which was, I don't know what that was, um, Texas Brooksican. <laughs> so, um, I thought that one was great. I thought the locations were really beautiful, too. It was it my number Vancouver. 11. Was it? Yeah. Like, yeah, I really, I really liked it. Mine, too, actually. Yeah, I, 
thought it was really great. And uh, I had Southern Family Christmas on there. I thought the two leads were awesome. I love Bruce Campbell. I thought that the plot was kind of interesting. And that was the one where they were, you know, down in Louisiana. And um, I really liked the heroine in that one. I also thought the complications It's about were... time they put drugs into these movies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, like you, we want we want more people strung out in Hallmark God, movies. I've said that for so, so long. Something new to overcome. Yeah, exactly. You know? Not my Hallmark. Not my Hallmark. <laughs> Did you say horse? Yeah. Oh, horse? <laughs> um, we like our Hallmark where the cousins get together. And yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you want we want to have some questionable uh, with a, a family tree that actually oh like the Christmas uh, what was it the family tree. Andrew Walker movie yes. where the Maple family Valley. tree is just there's no branches on it next my Christmas year family in tree, yes. oh, yeah, Christmas yeah, family tree next year in Hallmark is just gonna be straight up and down with no branches <laughs> at all uh, and, uh, and drugs actually mm-hmm. Noel was it Noel next door when he was taking so many painkillers because yeah. he had mm. issues I, I thought they were gonna go there for a little bit yeah, there was alcohol in that. Yeah, he, oh, was he drinking, went on like yeah. a bender like the night before. He <laughs> yeah. woke up yeah. like the house was trashed. Right. There were two ha- hangovers in Hallmark there this were. year. There was one in the holiday sitter, right? Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. and there was mm-hmm. one in, in uh, Noel Next Door. So. Oh, and a Mer- Wish You a Merry Christmas. They had a wild night. Oh. Was it like a wine tasting oh, or something? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where they didn't remember what they had agreed yeah. to the night before yeah. right. the pies. Uh-huh. and basically yeah, all the residents pies. of a cozy christmas in town are clearly strung out so there's that yeah to think <laughs> okay that so before we get to the recap let's um let's check in and see how we as um as the commissioners did with with our top tens which are either our favorites or it might be gameplay on our part where we're trying to guess what you guys would have on your list. So Vanessa, let's start with you. Why don't you just quickly go through your uh, top 10 list? Please. All right, so my top, so I'll start at number 10. Just, you know, let's just keep the suspense going. Um, number 10, I had Cozy Christmas in. Um, number nine, The Holiday Stocking. Number eight, A Christmas Class Reunion. Ooh. Number seven, A Holiday Spectacular. Number six, Ghosts of Christmas Always. Number five, Hanukkah on Rye. Number four, Lights, Camera, Christmas. Number three, Three Wise Men and a Baby. Number two, Haul Out the Holly. And number one, The Holiday Sitter. Oh, great list. So how many did you match? I was just actually looking. I was trying to do this now, like trying to put them together here. Just I'm number eight, right? Phoenix. Christmas uh, reunion, class reunion. It's six, Vanessa. Wow. All right. go, Vanessa. Six. All right, all right. Aaron Beth, how did you, why don't you tell us your top 10 list? I did match? not match as many as Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently my tastes are a bit different. <laughs> I actually can say it was really surprised. It's like sometimes you think, oh yeah, everybody loved these movies. And then you find out, oh, I guess I was the only one. So <laughs> um, my 10 was Jolly Good Christmas, nine, The Holiday Stocking, eight, Hashtag Xmas. I loved that movie. Uh, seven, Lights, Camera, Christmas, 
Sixth was the night before Christmas. Everything Brian said, I really did enjoy it. Number five, Holiday Sitter. Four, Holiday Spectacular. Three, Three Wise Men and a Baby. Two, Haul Out the Holly. And one, Ghosts of Christmas Always. I matched That's a good four. list, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. matched four? I I, I matched for it. And, you know, I was, I, the, I think the one movie I'm really disappointed to not be on this list is Holiday Spectacular. I think that's my biggest disappointment is I was like, oh, Holiday Spectacular, I think deserves a spot on this list. Mm-hmm. The, the, my last few, like, I really, really like Noel, Noel Next Door also. Like, I had to play around a lot with that one, but. Yeah. So my list is a mix of my personal loves and a little bit of gameplay, but not much. Um, It was hard for me to get to 10 because I love Noelle Next Door, but I didn't put on my list. I really loved um, Hashtag Xmas and that didn't make it onto my final list and neither did Jolly, Jolly Good Christmas. So here is my top 10 list. Number 10, and I do not regret it, the most colorful time of the year. I love this movie. It was so bad. It was fabulous. I had a great time in the chat. It was hilarious. So Susie, thank you for trying to play that at number 10. This is why I love you. Um, Nine, A Holiday Spectacular. Eight, um, Holiday Heritage. Seven, A Royal Nanny. Come on, people, A Royal Nanny. Mm -hmm. I I really liked Royal Nanny. I really liked it. It was a good try. It was a good try. (laughs) Um, number six, like that. <laughs> Christmas. Good try. You know, come on. She had an, a lethal umbrella. Where are you going to find it? <laughs> number six, lights, lights, camera, Christmas. Number five, Hanukkah on Rye. Number four, the holiday stocking. Number three, ghosts of Christmas always. Um, I battled between one and two and ultimately landed on two, haul out the holly and one, three wise men and a baby. So last time, Lynn and I like the bits. I like the bits. (laughs) You know, I I admit it. I like the bits. Um, So finally, here's the definitive list as Mm -hmm. drafted by Susie, Brian, and Mary of the 10 best Hallmark Christmas movies that were part of the 40 that they premiered in the Countdown to Christmas for 2022. It is. Number 10, We Wish You a Married Christmas. Number nine, A Kismet Christmas. Eight, Christmas Class Reunion. Seven, Noel Next Door. Six, Three Wise Men and a Baby. Five, The Holiday Stocking. Four, A Cozy Christmas Inn. Three, Fall Out the Holly. Two, In Merry Measure. And number one is Ghosts of Christmas Always. Great job everybody thank you did you have a good time oh yeah yeah for yeah, sure this is a blast yeah Brian, could you spend do. your birthday any other way no this this is the only way to do it this is <laughs> this is how you do it <laughs> do it thanks you guys i'm gonna stop recording now thank, thank you, you. Hallmark Movie Drafts is produced by me, Lynn Austin, with additional creative and research support from Aaron Beth Cermak and Catherine Baca. This show would not be possible without the dedicated and talented Deck the Hallmark podcast double-deckers who share their passionate opinions on these Hallmark movies that we love, or maybe not love, so much. 
Intro and outro music is courtesy of Amada Zapana. If you love this pod, please leave a five-star review. It helps other Hallmark movie fans to find us and join in on the shenanigans. Be sure to follow the show at Hallmark Movie Drafts on Instagram. 